Welcome back to the Winnipeg Foundation's Because Radio. Robert Zirk here with you today, and I am now joined by Amanda McRae, the Executive Director of A&O Support Services for Older Adults. Amanda, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. To start things off, can you introduce our listeners to A&O and the work that it does in our community? I'd love to. A&O Support Services for Older Adults provides innovative social services to older Winnipeggers and older Manitobans 55 plus under three primary pillars, one being social engagement, the other safety and security, and finally counselling. A&O was established in the 1950s. Can you tell us a little bit more about the history and how it got off the ground? A&O began as a study conducted by the Welfare Council of Greater Winnipeg and it was funded through the Winnipeg Foundation. The report was named Age and Opportunity and it was published in 1956. And this report focused on poverty, loneliness and poor health among the older adult population. Interesting how some of these things are still issues that we deal with today. And the study found that two thirds of all older adults in the region were living on marginal incomes or worse. So what happened? So the report gave rise to uh, Age and Opportunity Bureau, they called it, and it was established on May the 8th, 1957. So that was very interesting. So the agency is very well established, and this year we will be celebrating our 64th anniversary. And in 2012, formerly Age and Opportunity um, rebranded, and the agency is now referred to as A&O Support Services for Older Adults, which the board, as well as management team and clients feel um, actually represent the work of the agency um, more accurately as an innovative social service provider for older Winnipeggers and Manitobans. You mentioned that many of the issues that came out of the report are still you know, still prominent issues today for older adults. But how have things changed over the years in terms of maybe the work that ANO does or, or some of the issues that have come up since the early days? For sure. I think that that was part of the motivation in 2012. Had such an innovative board chair that supported our work, Dr. Alexander Siegel. And ANO, I think at the time, you know, you try to, you want to be all things to all people and you realize you can't be a jack of all trades and a master of none. So in the early days, ANO had senior centers and we learned that, you know what, there's other groups that do that really well. Let's stick to what we do. And it's the social services piece. So those pillars that I mentioned earlier and some of the um, specialized services that fall within each. And we talk about elder abuse prevention services and safe suites and dealing with folks who may be dealing with hoarding behavior, those types of areas where there's no other group in the city, in the province, and sometimes even in the country that are offering these services. So we were able to really streamline our services to really be that innovative, specialized social service provider. So some of these programs, like I said, ANO has this sort of national leadership role in terms of the development of forward-thinking programs and services for the aging population. And many of our programs are the first of their kind in the country. And as I talked about, um, you know, this full house that addresses uh, hoarding behavior or Senior Center Without Walls, which is the virtual programming that happens over the telephone by a conference call from everything from celebrity bingo to art therapy classes, to counseling services, to learning a second language. It's amazing. And during the pandemic, 
some of these programs and services are more important than they have ever been before. COVID-19 has increased isolation for many older adults and has, has certainly been a huge challenge. How has ANO been responding to some of those challenges caused by the pandemic? And maybe this would be an opportunity to expand a little bit more on, on Senior Centre Without Walls and how it's able to provide a little bit of connectivity in a period of time where social distancing is the norm for our public health. I think it's interesting because people have, you know, uh, as a social service agency, we get this question quite frequently. And it's a good question. ANO has done an exceptional job. My team are very capable and very able to accommodate the change. I think the, you know, when people talk about how have you pivoted and how is this, we really haven't, we've, what we've always done is just needed more now than ever before. So we've had to expand, we'd have to offer more, but I haven't had to, we haven't had to change our direction because we've known that these things were always important to support older Winnipeggers, older Manitobans in aging well. And now as challenging as the pandemic has been, it's almost been a good thing for our agency to say, hey, look at this is where we've been, you need us. And here we are to support people to age well. And so I think that that's the piece that I need to keep advocating for is we've been here pre-COVID, we're here during, we need to be sustained post-COVID to help people age well, whatever that means for you, for me, and it should be different. Um, so we need to keep offering that buffet of services and you pick and choose what you need. So I think that that's really critical. And, and as you said, the Senior Centre Without Walls program has been accessed more than ever before. And uh, folks, uh, right now, we would like to be able to have people join via Zoom. And that's a whole other issue with getting folks paired up with technology and training on technology. But Senior Centre Without Walls is over the phone. So I might not see you, but I know, oh, every day at 11, my friend Robert's going to be on that call. So is Sally and so is Jim. And it becomes this connectivity. We've had people say, you know, I might not feel great today. I might not feel like getting out of bed, but I know I've got that 11 o'clock call and I know I'm going to meet my friends and I know I'm going to have, I'm going to know I'm going to feel better after. Um, and so that's kind of the motivation and we're able to support people in that way, which I think is um, very important for all of us, regardless of our age. In terms of COVID-19, we've done some pretty innovative things, um, you know, partnering with the city and partnering with CAA and Harvest to provide people with uh, hampers for food security. And again, this is one of those things that we know have always been needed. Um, you know, if you can't, if you don't have a vehicle and you can't get down to Harvest to pick up your hamper, um, CAA is delivering it curbside contactless to folks. And we know that that's really, really important. And we would like to see that um, continue. We've also distributed wellness kits into the community to make sure folks um, that would be considered to be more at risk or more vulnerable have things like hand sanitizer, toilet paper, masks, um, antibacterial soap, maybe a crossword puzzle and some resources and are also sent in that kit. And we've had people call us and thank us and say that it's so good to know that there are people that are thinking about us and that we're we're an important part of society of Winnipeg. And um, it's critical because I think sometimes our population feels like 
nobody's watching out for them. And that definitely shouldn't be happening. So we're so pleased to be able to do that. The Senior Immigrant Settlement Services Program is another key piece. So can you imagine not only being a newcomer coming here and not having the language, having to navigate things like, how do I refill a prescription? How do I navigate transit? How do I call 911? Um, then you have the pandemic on top of it. So Senior Immigrant Settlement Services has been continuing to offer English, English language classes via Zoom. Um, they are a very supportive community. And again, feedback from participants in the, those programs has been exceptional and really a lifeline for many people. The agency has always addressing social isolation. And I think when we identified our pillars back in 2012, Dr. Siegel said, like, how do we want to address this? And we thought, well, we're not going to call it a social isolation pillar. It needs to be positive. It's a social engagement pillar. And what are we providing as an agency to provide meaningful social engagement for older adults? So um, I think just the language is really important. And um, that we know we all need social connection. It's really, really important for our health. ANO has had a lot of success stories over the years, but is there a particular one that you would like to share with our audience, either in general or about a particular program or service? There are, as you said, there are so many and we're so fortunate. And I think also we have a very um, modest group of clients and um so when there is an initiative that um, is very meaningful to people, they are very good about sharing their feedback. Some folks may be familiar with the partnership that we have with Home Instead Senior Care. It's a seasonal initiative called Be a Santa to a Senior. And we found the past holidays to be exceptionally challenging. So we had a daughter actually reach out who wasn't living in province and her mom had lost her partner at the time. And she said, you know, I really need to make sure that my mom receives something through Be a Santa this year. And there was a, a particular image that was really important or resonated with this, with this participant. And so folks rallied, donor rallied, and they had a lovely ornament made for her with this image on this ornament that was very meaningful to her and her partner who had passed. And one of ANO's staff was able to deliver it directly to her contact list, of course. And she said it made all the difference in the world that people took the time to reach out to her and be there for her and um, not just give her a box of chocolates and see you later, but it was something that was meaningful and emotionally moving for her. And uh, that was really profound. We also, through that same program, had a gentleman who had lost his wife about 10 years ago, and he had said, this is the first gift I've received in 10 years. So it's not about the stuff, it's about what's behind it and keeping people connected, letting them know that they're not alone. Uh, an innovative partnership with the Humane Society came forward through Be a Santa, where we have many older adults that don't want anything for themselves. They want pet food. They want kitty litter. They want, so the Humane Society was able to put together pet hampers. And the feedback that we got from clients who received a pet hamper was amazing because that pet means everything in terms of comfort and social connection and reason to, you know, keep on keeping on. So um, we have a responsibility to make sure that we can um, deliver these things for folks and 
it's not a huge gesture, but it goes such a long way in many people's lives. You know, the This Full House program is, um, you know, a lot of our programs and services, people don't like to talk about these things. Um, sometimes they're, they're very challenging. And if people haven't had the tools or to know that ANO is in the community, sometimes we get involved when things have sort of really gone south. So our goal is to make sure that people know about us sort of proactively. But when that doesn't happen, we continue to be there. So if I am acquiring things to the point that I can't live in my home the way that it's intended to be, I'm at risk for fire or eviction um, in some instances. So I think that program is profound. So the feedback that we get from people, from families, from friends, you know, where grandchildren weren't able to visit grandparents because of the amount of hoarded items that put that location at risk for fire, um, for example. So once the program came in, worked with the clients over some time, this is not like those shows where things are cleaned up in an hour. What resulted from that is that the grandchildren could visit again. That's the important thing. That's what happened. It was safe, right? So that's what the, those kinds of testimonials, for me personally, know that we have to keep doing this work. It's important work. And we have to keep people connected. I'm wondering if you can speak to, and maybe there are some more recent examples, what support from the Winnipeg Foundation has meant for ANDO over the years? I think with the foundation, they're this lovely, silent partner that's always there. So they allow us, I think, and they encourage us to be innovative and think outside the box. And I think population aging also makes it that the agency needs to be innovative and think outside the box because we're all aging, whether or not we really want to talk about that or not from the day we're born, right? And we have a significant population that is not going to be super quiet uh, about the types of services that they need. And we need to be able to keep up with that. So I think that um, the foundation encourages that. We can come to the foundation with sometimes these kind of crazy ideas that we think will work and always grounded in, in research and sort of best practice. But oftentimes the foundation will support us. We'll find a way to make something work, to pilot something, to try something new. And I never feel that we can't approach and, and just have a conversation to say, okay, what do you, th- what do you think about this? Um, we're seeing this demand from older adult clients that we're dealing with on a daily basis. You know, do you think we're off base? They, you know, and just to have that open dialogue to feel that the foundation knows that the work the agency provides is important for people to age well. Knowing that they're there is a huge comfort to the agency. We're just about out of time, but is there anything else that you'd like to mention about ANO or the services it offers? I think people can, if they'd like to learn more about ANO and the programs and services that um, we provide, you can go to our website at aosupportservices.ca or people can call our main line at 204 956 6440. And they can also call our toll-free line at 1-888-333-3121.
Great. So as Amanda mentioned, if any of our listeners would like more information, the website to visit is aosupportservices.ca to uh, to learn more about any of the services that ANO provides, or uh, if you'd like to support ANO Support Services and the great work that it does in the community. I've been speaking with Amanda McRae, the Executive Director of ANO Support Services for Older Adults. Amanda, thank you again so much for joining me today and sharing all of the good work that ANO does. Thank you very much, and thank you very much to the Winnipeg Foundation. Because Radio is produced by the Winnipeg Foundation in partnership with 93.7 CJNU-FM. If you'd like to listen to previous episodes or subscribe to our podcast, please visit becauseradio.org. 